Do you have a diff different definition of hanging out than I do? Hanging out is uh, just chilling with your loved ones. <laughs> now, here's, a, here's something interesting. Back in the dating world, uh -huh. what did, I think you and I had different versions. You, you know what it was? It wasn't hanging out. It was hooking up. No, first it was your talking. So what's your definition of, of your talking? Like, literally, you're just talking. You're probably getting to know each other. Literally. Yes. Maybe. So no, no, no touching, just talking. No touching. No, no, in no. In no. person? Yes, you could be hanging out in person. You're, you're talking. You're just getting to know one another. No hooking up yet. Okay. We're just talking, but the biggest difference is hooking up to you. Is hooking up. But I think it meant all four bases. Yes, 100%. To me, hooking up was not all four bases. Really? No, hooking up would be maybe the third. Really? But I would never, like, I would never just say, oh, yeah, we're hooking up if it was all the way to the home base. So if it was to home base, would you say, yeah, we have sex? <laughs> it just... Uh, it's just been so long. I don't know what we even used to say. It was talking if you're getting to know someone and hooking up if you... Like, talking could maybe be, you know, first base, second base. You're talking. The second you do the deed, you're hooking up. That's it. Yeah, I think that's the difference then for me is that it, w w hooking up was, was too vague. Hmm. Like, hooking up just kind of meant, yeah, we're like, we're hooking up. But you would say, you know, we're having sex. <laughs> we had sex. We had sex. You know, it'd be like coming in like Kramer. Hey. What's up, guys? Yeah, we had sex last night. We wouldn't say, "Oh yeah, we're like, we're like hooking up." No, I was like, "Oh yeah, we're we're kind of like hooking up." Y yeah, hooking up was totally different. So I think it's maybe where you grow up, or hmm. I'm not really sure. So then, the first time you and I, I guess it was had sex in your vocabulary. To me, it's hooking up. You would call me and say, "Yeah, Alyssa and I had sex." Yeah. Yeah, that was the uh, that was the vernacular. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so speaking of all the love, um, I love myself reality TV. Mm. I think the reason I love reality TV so much is that I don't have to think. Yeah, I get to truly unplug and just watch just disasters, really. Yeah, but there are some good moments. But people cast reality shows, most reality shows, some not so much, but in, in, the, in certain reality shows, it's just all about the drama mm -hmm. and putting people in awkward situations, which is like the ultimatum. The ultimatum, marry or move on. Mm -hmm. So good. What did you think about that? Because we watched it separately, but we got to watch the finale together. We did. So my whole deal, I'm obsessed with social experiments, which ultimately is what that was. You know, there was love, there was romance, all of the stuff. But psychology has always been so fascinating to me because, you know, you put people in the situation where all of these couples come to this hotel, if you will, and they decide that because they're giving their significant other an ultimatum to marry or move on, they decide it's a good idea to see, hey, maybe we got to see who else is out there, you know, mm -hmm. other fishes in the sea. And so they live with someone else that's not their significant other that they showed up with for three weeks to see if, you know, maybe the grass is greener or maybe it's not. So you get the point. So for me, I was obsessed. I mean, it was definitely a binge worthy show. Don't you feel with reality, you kind of have to binge it? Yeah. Because you lose interest, if not. Yeah. You had to catch you on the right day. Yeah. And it just was such a roller coaster. Very intriguing, though, because 
you see what other people are thinking. I mean, this is an intent, a high intense situation because not only are you living with someone else that, you know, you're seeing if things could work, but you're all in the same location, the same hotel. So when, like, if you and I went on that show and you were in the corner and I could hear you laughing with some other chick while I'm talking to someone, I'm like, what's he laughing at? Yeah. You know, like it, it just it's such a social experiment. It's crazy. So I thought it was a wild ride. What were your thoughts? I do. I mean, I, I think it, it just hits on all the points of uh, it answers the question, you know, is the grass greener? I think a lot of people think that. Um, and if you get to go and live with somebody else in a trial marriage for three weeks, mm-hmm. you're going to realize how much you love the person you're with and you're going to get over that and you're going to ask them to marry you or you're like, this is the reason I was kind of in and out because I, I do want to explore more. I kind of maybe love this person, but I love them maybe because my, they're my best friend, but they're not everything I want in a partner. And they are looking for what's missing. And maybe because sometimes people want their significant other to change. Sure. And it's like there's a difference between being completely different than who you are and making a compromise. Right. So I feel like even though this was like a crazy social experiment, it, um, it really touched on that. Yeah. Of, you know, where's the where's the line of how someone can improve or when you're just not right to be together? Well, the other interesting part of watching it as an outsider looking in is the fact that, you know, you can put any two individuals that are attracted to one another under the same roof. And naturally, if you have that chemistry, you're going to have that honeymoon phase, if you will. Yeah. So that's what I felt was so intriguing about this show is that you're having couples who have the history. They have the two years of being together, of waking up, of building a life versus, you know, now they're just in this brand new relationship, this brand new trial marriage. And it's like you want to make sure it's not just based off of, you know, those endorphins of, oh, this person makes me feel so good and you're so excited and you don't really like we've talked about this before in the beginning of a relationship if me not doing the dishes would normally bother you in the beginning, that person doesn't see you not doing the dishes Yeah, because you're just so in lust. So I, f- I found that really interesting to watch, but I have some updates of where all these couples are now because they just aired today. Who chose who? Okay. And so you- if you want to watch and don't want to be spoiled, maybe pause and fast forward a couple minutes or if you just want to hear the spoilers, we're going to give them Spoiler to you. Spoiler alert. All right. Because we did watch Who Chose Who, but you never knew um, where they are now. No. So who's... Yeah, because they probably filmed that a year ago. Isn't that crazy? Okay. So let's start off with Shanique and Randall. Okay. Remember at the end of the show, they decided to get engaged. Yep. So it worked. It worked. The ultimatum worked for them. However, during the reunion, which we did not watch yet, Vanessa Lachey pointed out that Shanique was not wearing her engagement ring. And Shanique explained that the problems she and Randall had discussed on the show were still issues in real life. And they broke up for six months as a result. And Shanique referred to their separation as the hardest time in her, hardest time in her life. As of the reunion, however, they're back together and we're just trying to figure it out. So they ended up leaving the show engaged, had some issues, broke up for six months. Yeah. And now are making it work. But it's funny because when we watched that, they were the first couple to show. 
Yeah. And I remember saying, you know, are they just happy in this moment because it's what they do on The Bachelor? You know, they give you like the best moments so that you fall in love, you're happy, you're excited. What do you think about that? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, every, every individual relationship is different. Um, but, you know, I, I, I don't know. It, it's too hard to speak on because all I can go off of is our own personal experiences. Yeah. And, you know, the thing that I don't relate to, and this is why I always say we got lucky, is that we've never had to work on our relationship. Like, do we have, like, fights or we've had, like, bad moments? Absolutely. But it was never where we, we, like, got into a fight and then never talked for three weeks or mm-hmm. went with other people or anything. Like, we, we just never had, um, like, it just, our relationships never felt like work. Of course. But you hear of other people in our lives that it felt like work. And I also think from my past experiences, you know, you end up liking the person. Mm-hmm. So you like the people you're with unless it becomes tumultu- tumultuous where then you actually start disliking them, but then you still kind of love. So it's like you always fight because you don't want to be, you don't want to have that part of your heart missing by breaking up and you have to start over. And it's so you almost try to, you try to make it work, but you know, deep down, you should just cut it off and just move on. Right. And then as your new self, go find somebody else that levels up with you and that person can go find someone else that they, that we you know you just weren't right for each other. But that's what's so interesting about you and I, because when we met, we were both very, very different people. Yeah. But we both happen to just choose to grow together in the same way because that doesn't always happen. Like, I, it's so crazy because us meeting today, we definitely would get along, but we're very different people. Like, if you were still the same mindset of when we met or I was and you were who you are today and I am who I am today... We wouldn't connect. No. And maybe that's just aging or maybe that's just... And I think that's why people say relationships are work because as you continue to grow in life, you know, you most people will start off in their 20s and meet someone. And who you are in your 20s is so different than who you are in your 30s. You hope so. You hope. <laughs> you hope. Yeah. I can only imagine who we are in our 30s. We're going to be exceptionally different in our 40s because we intentionally choose every day to level up. You know what I'm saying? Like we're always have big dreams, big goals, and that takes someone who's going to be changing and growing all the time. So I think the work portion comes into play when maybe there's not a friendship that was established first, which we have that, which is a really good basis for a relationship. And then maybe it's just people growing in different directions. And you hear that sometimes. Sometimes people say, oh, love isn't enough. Because maybe once you started, love was all you really had and you didn't build other things together. Yeah, no, I, I agree. So I, the, the friendship has to be there. But I think the biggest I think the biggest um, like growth that I would have thinking about a relationship is that I see myself as an individual and what I care like I, I, I have my is autonomy the word? from our relationship in the sense of what I want for myself. Mm-hmm. Though we're together, you want what you want, I want what I want, mm-hmm. and we work together to achieve that. But I think a lot of relationships, they get together, they go through the lust period, they build a life together, and they are maybe too reliant on each other to make each other happy yep. rather than having a goal. Like if I ever be- went back out in the field of dating, 
there would be zero drama or zero problems if I instantly didn't see how this person was adding tremendous amounts of value to mm. my life. I mean something that I would go, holy crap, mm -hmm. this is making my life better. Not like the, the, the minor stuff of like physical connection or like I get a massage or you buy dinner. I'm talking about a significant emotional value. Yeah. Where her network of people or the way that she wakes up at, you know, there's a different work, like something that I would just be blown away that's completely in the personal growth aspect yeah. of it would need to be there. You don't think about that when you're younger. It's <laughs> no. just this physical attraction of getting together and then you get in these fights and you're going through each other's phones. Yeah. And you saw that on the show. Yeah. It, it's, it's, I like, there's no, there's, there's no reason. Life is so challenging. Mm -hmm. It's so challenging. And that's what I think people are missing. That's the disconnect. What, what are you doing in life that you're okay arguing and not connecting with the person you're choosing to be with? Yeah. Isn't your life difficult? Isn't life hard? <laughs> Isn't is. relationships outside of your marriage hard? Mm -hmm. Why would you ever spend a second being childish or letting your ego get in the way or being narcissistic or being petty mm -hmm. and not quickly identifying the problem. Listen to each other, decide which needs to compromise and move on to tackle the world together. Yep. If you can't do that, I am out. Yeah. I am not going to go to a meeting because I got into a fight. You know how many toxic relationships when someone has a big moment in their life, they will purposely fight to well, try to take that That's from a that key, person. Key part of being a narcissist, especially on birthdays as well. They yep. will do anything they can to ruin the birthday. Yep. Oh yeah. I've read a lot about that, but it's just, it's just wild to think that people will, it's hard to think when you watch these shows, people will really try to work on it, which, Hey, sometimes it does work out. Sometimes you really do have to see everything and go, wow, mm -hmm. What I have here is great. Let's work on it. I am a total advocate for that. I think that a lot of people in life, you know, you come together, different backgrounds, different just experiences, and you come together as one. Sometimes it is going to take work. But there is such a fine line between just being so wrong for each other and like not wasting your time. And how do, yeah. you, how do you know when it's that? Well, you don't. And, th and that's why, you know, even with what we're saying, that we're speaking just off of us. Yeah. There is a million nuances in everyone's relationship that have that none of this what we just said makes any sense. That doesn't apply. Right. Because you you have to really know the relationship to be able to try to solve that or what's involved and And hey, but, life's crazy. Life is hard and things will happen in other individual people's lives. You're probably your significant other that might change them in a sense. And it's something they're going through on their journey and yeah. so that's I think where the the work factor that you hear so often, you know, relationships take work. And of course, even throughout our life, you know, we've had different um, trials and tribulations we've gone through and we've changed as people. But luckily, we just stuck I never together. Felt, I, never, I never felt apart from you. Sure. Everything we were Agreed. going through, I felt like we were in it together. Agreed. So, but if I had to give like our niece, like advice in the future on dating, it's that's what I would say. I was like, you need to be a strong, independent woman. 
mm-hmm. but not with a chip on your shoulder where you don't feel you need a partner. Mm-hmm. You need to have the balance of being strong and independent and having your goals mm-hmm. and find someone else who is strong, independent, and has their goals. Yeah. And when you come together, you have things in common and things that are different. Your differences challenge each other to grow to be better people. Mm-hmm. You're there for each other to be the support so you can both continue to be the best you can be and do it as a partnership. That is the best advice I could give. Because people a lot of times will look at a significant other and go, I'm looking at you to complete me, to make me happy. And that's where it's all wrong. You got to complete yourself. You got to know what makes you happy. You have to be secure. You have to love yourself. Then you're just trying to find another person to complement those things in your life. They need to be the same way where like if I left tomorrow, you know, in your life, your goals, what makes you happy, what you don't like, what you do want for yourself. And at the end of the day, that's why you're a whole well-rounded person that knows what they want. You wouldn't go, oh, let me go find another chick to make me happy. Because we, when we look at each other for that happiness, that's where it just goes south. It never yeah. ends well. Yeah, you can't put it all on them Mm-mm. because then you're giving your own happiness purpose and and life form yeah. to another to be responsible for it. be like here hold this yeah but they might have greasy fingers yeah you got to take care of it yourself definitely but that's why it boils down to just you have you know just figure out what you want but and, and that's what bugs me about everything growing up is that even though so many people are taught traditionally like what to do in life mm-hmm. the biggest parts of what I've realized of why I've been such a different person over these past 15 years is the personal growth aspect, learning how to control your emotions. Like you could be someone who works their way up, get a scholarship to school, played sports in college, got a a master's degree, making $215,000 a year, has the nice house, the nice cars, goes on family vacations, well-respected. And you're like, well, that's everything. You have a savings, no debt. Like you, you're American dream. But if they've never worked on self-love, positivity, how to be grateful, how to check their ego, Mm -hmm. how to work if they're narcissistic at all, how to be humble, how to put themselves in other people's shoes, how to put other people first that might need a little extra something, you know, how to take the high road, how to, how to, how to give, you know what I mean? Like being selfish or selfless, like all of that stuff, how to be there for a friend when they need you to listen, you actually listen to them. Mm You provide support, not to be right and to tell them, but to listen. Like those are things that is like the key component of a human being. Well, yeah. And for someone who might be going, you know, I choose, like I've had friends in the past, they go, I choose all the wrong men, whatever that may be. It's almost kind of looking at it going, well, why is it that you're attracting those men? What is it that you need to look at and figure out and work on? on Mm -hmm. ourselves, because for all of us it's a reflection of us anytime in my life where i've gone man why did i have these bad relationships you got to look inside and figure out okay why am i attracting this yeah and it's always a reflection so it's just one of those things when you want to find someone that is a good fit you want this person to be you know a healthy individual who can communicate with you and talk about what's bugging them and just really finding that early on and i think that's why building a friendship so important because in friendships that's what you do you talk you communicate yeah and when you have that built first and then the love and the passion and all that comes into play it's 
beautiful marriage, if you will. Yeah, I think that's why they have it that way. Yeah, it's um, it's it's incredibly complicated. It's one of life's lessons. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, finding someone to share your life with and procreating and building a life together is kind of what life's all about. Of course, and you just mix in work to add value to the world and yeah. spend time with people you love. But it's all very complex. It seems like. That's why sometimes when you hear advice, like even if anyone is like, hey, that was actually pretty good advice. It's like, well, maybe. Sure. You know, it's like we can only speak from what we know. Um, but I feel too, every relationship I've ever had in my life, whether good or bad, it taught and showed me what it was that I wanted. It helped shape my thoughts and my opinions on, I don't want a relationship where this happens. Yeah. You know, and that's why you go through that kind of stuff. It is. But it's really interesting that we, you know, getting, finding our your partner for life at 23 is kind of like winning $50 million at 23. Yeah. You are going to miss a gazillion lessons if you win $50 million at 23 years old mm-hmm. because you're not going to have to grow you can just throw money at it Mm -hmm. with you and i it's interesting when we look back at our past relationships when you were talking about that i'm like yeah we learn stuff Mm -hmm. but not like if you were dating at 28 or 32 or 35 now it's true you would be like oh this is totally different like Mm -hmm. dating before was pre-gaming getting hammered going dancing at a bar and never once talking about what do you do what are your goals where do you see yourself? What are your values? Like, like now, if you were dating in real life, you're like, so what's up? So what's been challenges? And you're like, you would be, yeah. it would be a different part. But, you, you know, I heard this guy um, who was talking about relationships and he was saying a lot of people who end up saying, you know, I wish I could just find a guy who wanted to go hiking or maybe he, he wanted to go to a museum, whatever it was, just someone who liked to do or go camping things that weren't the club per se. Mm -hmm. He's like, then you have to change what you're doing and where you're going to meet these people instead of going out Friday, Saturday to a club and partying and looking for this guy who likes to go camping and go hiking and go to museums. You need to go with friends hiking and camping and museums and doing the things that you want this dream person to do, which makes sense, you know, and it's, it's hard. And I don't, I can't even imagine what dating at this what this in this day and age is like because we did it before you know the apps and you know even being so young like of course we were going to go to bars of course we were going to go to clubs oh that person's cute you're young if you're going to hook up yeah i would totally use tinder to go have fun but i don't think that i would go and meet the love of my life unless it was like this weird experience (laughs) out at a bar (laughs) <laughs> you know, it's it's like you're going to meet them through your endeavors of where you are in your life, yes. through work, through your travels, through meeting people. Um, but yeah, if you're looking to, you know, meet someone that you had 15 minutes of coffee with and then had sex in the car, <laughs> maybe you can fall in love at like 19 like that. Yeah. But I just feel like at, in your know, 30s or 40s, it's just kind of like, unless you're trying to have a little excitement. Who knows? I don't know. I'm not speaking on dating because I've put zero energy into that over the past 11 years. So I don't Dang. even know. Um, but anyway, we're here. We're here. We've, we're, 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 truck, we're trucking along. 
Uh, and we have a house. Wait, Freddie, we have to go back to... To what? We didn't finish the updates. Oh, yeah, the updates. I, okay, let me just quickly tell you because this is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We told everyone we were giving spoilers and there's a huge one. Okay, the huge one I'm going to tell you. Remember Madeline and... Colby? Uh, yes. They stayed together and in one month they're having a baby. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I was shocked. I was blown away by that. I couldn't believe it. Interesting. Because I, th- I was like, oh, we'll see what happens. But no, I mean, they made it work and... They're going to have a, a little baby. So congrats to Colby and uh, Madeline. Good for them. And then, oh my gosh. Okay, Jake and Ray. Remember how they ended up going together? He broke up with April. Yeah. Well, turns out they never even went on their trip. And they decided everyone needed to heal from this crazy experience. And they just never ended up together. So no one did. So they all left single. Yeah. Which is wild. And then, yeah, I think that was it for the reunion update. Pretty crazy, though. I was like, whoa, they're pregnant. I just, I didn't. So it's interesting that the experiment actually worked for them. Yep. But no one else found anyone else. No. Because you can't. You're not going to be dating someone for two years where someone wants to marry the person, but the other one doesn't. Right. And then just in three weeks, you're, you're fighting two years of love. Yeah. It, that's, it was kind of, that's an interesting experiment then. It was though. And even I recall Jake's mom had said, you know, any person can look at something new and shiny and go, oh, this is not great. Let me go to the new fun, shiny thing, which she was kind of afraid her son was doing, leaving April, who she thought was such a positive influence on his life and, you know, all of that, but obviously to end up working. But, you know, all these experience or experiments that you watch, I just love them. So keep them coming. Yeah. Like marriage at first sight or love is blind or. And some of these people, the the experiments do work out. They do. So congrats to those that worked out for. And this is just how it is. Entertainment these days have to be like crazy interesting. Um, for us to stay with it. People are looking for love because it's got to be crazy out there. So they're trying everything like anyway. and, and they sign up for it. So even though it's a dumpster fire, sometimes <laughs> they all signed fire. up for it and we're sitting here watching it and, and it's good. You know. So, okay. What were you saying about our house? Yeah. Our, we have an update on our house. Finally, house update. it's got a, we don't have any video cause we were kicked out, but we <laughs> do have the roof in the inside of the framing. Yeah, has all been done. So we were walking through it. So all the two by fours are up. So we're like, oh, this is the laundry room. This is the garage. This is the first bedroom. And but then the superintendent came over. And was like, you can't be in here without hard hats. And we're like, oh, we're I sorry. asked her, I go, do you have a hard hat? <laughs> she goes, no. <laughs> but it's funny because we're going through the house through all of these different rooms. And I'm, I'm so excited. We're finally seeing it. And we go to the very front room which has this big window and I saw someone coming out and I go, I I literally hid and I was trying to pull you back. So I was like, I don't want to get in trouble. We should probably shouldn't be in here. (laughs) I saw you whisper something to me, but I just wasn't in the right headspace. I was looking at like furniture. We got in trouble. So we didn't get to finish our tour. I tried to go in the back, but she said we couldn't even go do that. So we can go back though with the sales agent and hard hats. So I think we should schedule that. Yeah, maybe in like a few weeks. Yeah, maybe there'll be some more progress. But what we're waiting on the windows now? Yeah, the windows. But it seems 
it seems like all of a sudden it kind of jumped up a little bit where I feel like we're back on track for like July, August. Hopefully. So we'll see. But once the windows come in, it's going to be a quick build. Right. The only negative Uh is that you called this before. I have a funny feeling it's going to be a little dark. Oh, I know it is. Inside, like even the picture we have, I don't even want to put it up because you really can't even see inside and there's no doors or windows yet yeah I know. it looks a little dark oh honey I, I already knew this because there aren't that many windows in the way that it's positioned we'll have light back in the kitchen the living area because you're just great you're gonna get and that. Then that front room yep and that's why i want to put a window in the bathroom you and your dad well no because the window in the bathroom isn't really gonna it's gonna help immensely and then i think the house next to us is gonna be two stories no. i think so no. so that's gonna block but we can put in better lighting and everything. But yeah, but a lot of people that we go to like their house or we're hanging out, like even we're at your sister's house. I'm like, it's in during the day. And you guys, why do you have all your blinds closed? I know you and I love natural light. The first thing I do in the morning, we, 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 we pick this specific apartment because of the light. Yeah. Like every window needs to be open. Every, not window, but every blind. Yeah. Open. I don't want it dark. I want them all open. Lighting's a really big thing. Light gives me energy. Yeah. Like, th- I will say, though, this apartment has excellent lighting. Top floor, yep. the positioning to the sun. There's nothing blocking for most no. of the day. No. It is just, it's fantastic. Yeah. 100% on the lighting. So we got to figure that out. But I think there'll be enough, obviously, to give us some. Yeah. But I want to have something where you turn on lights and we can put our own lights in. Because even these lights in the apartment are these, like, orange like stop with the orange and yellow. It. Let's let's move on, everyone. White no one lights, likes that. bright natural white light. Yes. Light. What are your thoughts on this? So I've been seeing a lot. Um, I guess I'm on Miami TikTok, where I'm seeing like these beautiful penthouses, and it, they always show like this mood lighting at night. And I'm not talking about those like little <laughs> lights that go around the bedroom. I'm talking about just like really cool mood lighting for nighttime. And I go, that's kind of cool. Would you ever do something like that? Maybe look. Yeah, I'm open to whatever. (laughs) I really don't care. (laughs) I just, I feel ambiance has always been very important in my life. Even in my very first apartment, my mom helped me find some of these lights that it just kind of made it glowy at night. Yeah. And just you feel like relaxed and happy to just, you know, chill. It's the end of the day. And I haven't had mood lighting in a long time. So maybe we look into that. I've got, as long as we have a little area out back to like chill and I have my garage converted to the studio work area and just like be amazing, whatever the house is, I'm, I don't, I'm just happy to. I'm also really grateful for the backyard that we have because there's no one behind us. Yes. And that privacy I'll take any day. Um, But we'll figure the light situation out. You and Fred Sr. might be putting in some more windows. <laughs> if we can, we got to see what the uh, HOA allows. Oh, that's true. But we did hear from our brother-in-law that if you're with a new build community, the builders are kind of in control of the HOA. Right. But then it switches over when all the phases are complete, where then it goes back to the people. And yeah. that's when you can start actually maybe voting or something. Because yeah. even in our community, the fence they chose, I hate I know. It is the most tacky fence. It's just like a vinyl blocky fence. Yeah. It's, it gives people privacy, but which privacy I understand. for what? 
just you don't want people looking. Okay, here's the thing. You're not worried about privacy because there's no one behind you. All of these other neighbors in the neighborhood, they ha- most of them have houses right behind them. Then you put up like a little iron fence and maybe some bushes. That's more for expensive, privacy. though. Looks better for sure. Well, yeah. I mean, people can do what they want, <laughs> but it doesn't look like we have the ability to do that. Do you remember when we lived at our last apartment in L.A.? And it was right when the pandemic hit. So where we were situated, because we were on the first floor. And yes. so we were right by the stairs and everyone would go that way because no one wanted to use the elevators, this whole thing. So we got, what was that, like green? Yeah, we put up like a fake green little fence so in our balcony, bad. which took out all the light. All the light that you could imagine. Which we had imagine. no light already. But this way no one could look <laughs> so in. tacky. Well, because they were walking down and people would look right in. It was close. Yeah. But it's strangers. It's like once you know your neighbors and you're like, hey, neighbor, whatever. Don't care. But But no one will ever be behind us. The only reason I would even put a fence in is because of Benji. Yeah. Because even my dad was saying, too, he goes, don't even spend the money on the fence because you have no neighbors in the back. And if the neighbors on each side of you put up a fence... Then you're just basically but piggybacking there are bears off bears of, and stuff. There are some woods back there, so there, but not if we're out there. We just need some sort of safe for him. So, anywho, um, I feel like I have something else, but I, but I don't. You don't. I, you I thought mean, you do. did. I, and you... I do, but I, 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 but I don't. I guess. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't know. Anyway, we're gonna we're gonna get on with it. Um, we love you all so much. Thank you for tuning in. We will see you here next Wednesday. And um, <laughs> welcome everyone to the Freddie and Alyssa show. If you're new to the channel, be sure to subscribe, like, comment, all that fun YouTube stuff. If you're watching on Facebook, you want to like the page, that would be amazing. If you're listening on iTunes or some other audio platform like that, <laughs> and you want to give us a five star review, we'd greatly appreciate. We've been putting up content now for almost four years, approaching our four year anniversary of the show very very soon. Benji's in the curtains, and we couldn't be doing what we love without all of you. I know that was about 30 minutes late, but anyway, until next Wednesday, take care, everyone. Bye.